You're listening to Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress. In this podcast, you'll hear insider tips to sidestep stress and walk into your wedding season feeling educated, confident, and empowered to discover your bridal vibe and wear it with style. This episode is sponsored by I'm Powered Nutrition and Fitness, empowering you to build a healthy foundation for the life you want. Meet with a registered dietitian and exercise physiologist to find healthy changes that fit your lifestyle. I'm Powered Nutrition offers evening, weekend, in-person, and video appointments and accepts most major health insurances. Call 360-358-3179 or follow Down Home Dietitian on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube to get started with your healthy life. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress. I'm really, really excited about something special I'm starting today, and that's a mini-series on alterations basics. Okay, I receive so many DMs on Instagram about alterations because they're such a mystery to most people, right? Like, when's the last time you've gotten something altered, Um, let alone like the most important dress that you'll ever wear, right? So I A lot of times I'm asked, like, what's absolutely necessary when I get my alterations done? Or how creative can I be? Like, (laughs) brides will, like, send me pictures of things they find on Pinterest and then send me pictures of their dresses and ask me if, you know, I can work some magic or if it's even possible to, like, bring these dream ideas to life. Of course, everyone wants to know how much alterations cost. There's just so many questions to this mystery experience. So I think Alterations deserves its own mini series, and today's the first episode of that. So we're going to start with step one of Alterations, and that's your timeline. I'm going to tell you the three things you must know to efficiently schedule your bridal alterations to avoid stress and also to ensure the perfect fit, which Come on, that's the goal, right? So the first thing you want to do is contact a seamstress as soon as you find your dress. So whether you order your gown and it's going to take six months to ship, or you're one of the lucky ones who you find your dress in your size in the store and you're taking it home, or maybe you scored a dress on the sale rack and you're taking it home with you that day, either way, contact a seamstress immediately. So most wedding dress shops have a list of preferred or trusted seamstresses, and this is a great resource for you. Most shops will have like three or four names and numbers, and it's really worth your time to make phone calls to each of them. So first of all, the fact that the bridal shop is recommending them to you tells you that like the seamstresses are legit, they're real businesses, they're known for quality bridal work, which is different than general alterations, right? But you want to remember that you'll be seeing your seamstress three or four times. So it's really important that you jive with them and you like them. So it's worth it to make those phone calls or email them, check out their websites, snoop a little bit, take that time, make the phone calls. And it's okay if you don't commit to the first person that you call. Now, there are two kinds of alteration services, okay? Some offer services for all clothing, and this is referred to as general tailors, and some so exclusively for bridal and formal wear. So if you want to find the cheapest in town and you just want a quick turnaround, you don't really care about necessarily the experience of alterations, then go to a general tailor. So that's when you would like, I almost said like go to the yellow pages, but that's not really a thing. So 
you would like go online and look for, you know, you could Google alterations and anything that pops up would work. Sometimes these places are in the mall or they're attached to a dry cleaner. Um, What would typically happen is you would bring the dress, try it on and come back to pick up the dress. For general alterations, most of the time they don't even have you try on the dress a second time. You're going to have to request that. Um, So it just depends on your personality. If you're like, you know what, I want alterations to be like quick and easy, then that type of experience is perfect for you and go with um, a general seamstress. But if you're looking for a full bridal experience, then look for a bridal seamstress. So bridal seamstresses offer boutique services, multiple fittings, and usually some extra perks to make your bridal experience more like bridal. So there's usually a special atmosphere. It's calm. There's very attentive tailors, um, all that kind of fun, extra fluffy stuff. But keep in mind that there's a change in price here too. So if you go for this boutique experience, you're going to be paying for the boutique experience. Um, I personally went to a general seamstress and it wasn't what I was expecting. So I felt a little disappointed. Like, I guess I thought that because I was a bride, everybody would treat me like a bride and like make me feel super special. And, um, you know, my seamstress, she was really kind, but it just was very like I was in and out. And honestly, the dress didn't even fit very well. So I was a little disappointed. And um, when I started my alterations business, I knew that I wanted to offer boutique service alterations with all the pretty bells and whistles. Um, So When I'm sharing about the next steps, keep in mind that I'm going to be talking from my boutique service (laughs) experience and um, what my appointments are like, okay? So going back to that list that the dress shop gives you, ask them about the seamstresses because they'll be able to tell you what their services are like. Um, I'm thinking of a particular bridal shop in town and they have, I think, two specific bridal seamstresses on their list, which includes me. And then they have two others that um, are seamstresses that work with like general sewing too. So they're going to know, have that conversation with them. They're going to be really happy to help you. Your bridal stylist is your friend <laughs> throughout this whole process. Okay, so once you decide and you know who you want to go with, contact the seamstress and get in their books. So even if your wedding is like 12 months away and you feel like you're being borderline bridezilla and a little controlling, no, you're totally on track. So you want to make sure that a seamstress has your date on their calendar and they have space for you in their schedule. Just to give you an idea, by um, December, of 2020, I already had 12 July brides booked. And right now I'm not accepting any more brides for the month of July because I'm totally booked. So you're thinking that like July is probably one of the most like popular wedding months. So that filled up pretty quickly. Um, So just consider that like even though for you, it seems like you have a full year, when you're working with wedding vendors who work with other brides, you just want to make sure that they have room for you, especially if you have somebody in particular that you know you want to work with. Okay, so that's all included in the first step. And that took a little longer than planned. So the other two steps will go a little faster and the information is a little bit more straightforward. Okay. So um, as I said before, keep in mind as I share the other two steps that I'm sharing my own perspective as a boutique service provider. So 
I do offer all the bridal fluffy stuff and I provide extra time and attention. So you can hear these next two steps and then apply them to your own experience. Okay. So the second step for efficient alterations is to start early. So give yourself and your seamstress 10 to 12 weeks to work on your dress. This will allow for relaxed fittings and the luxury of time as you plan and schedule your future fittings. So your first fitting is going to last about an hour and you chat about all the wedding day events, your concerns about the dress, what you want fixed, and all that exciting stuff. And it is really important to be as detailed as you can be about the wedding day events because literally like where you're taking pictures, um, if you're going to be dancing, if you're going to be sitting down, all of these things are going to affect the fit of your dress. Okay. For, for example, if you're having a sit down dinner, you want to make sure that you can sit down in the dress. On the flip side, I've had brides who they just want the dress to fit like a second skin. And they're like, I don't need to sit down because we're just going to have hors d'oeuvres. And I want to make sure that I look awesome in pictures and I don't want any room to sit down. So I'm like, Okay. Compare that to a bride who's expecting like a full dinner that she wants to sit down and enjoy. Okay. So then also consider is your wedding outside or inside? Are you going to be walking on grass? Are your photos going to be on the grass? Will your ceremony be on the grass? Because a lawn makes a difference in the length of your dress and your seamstress needs to know all these things. So spare no detail, chat about all the events and Honestly, if a seamstress is working with brides, then she's going to want to hear wedding details. At least I do. Like, that's one of my favorite parts about my job (laughs) is hearing all the wedding details. So don't spare any details and um, just enjoy that first appointment. It's supposed to be long and you're supposed to feel like everything is covered in that first appointment. So personally, I like to schedule three fittings total. One, obviously, is for that initial consult, um, and I take a lot of notes, I mark the dress, I make plans, and the second fitting is a follow-up and a bustle design appointment. So generally, I like to design the bustle once most of the dress is finished. So I want the hem to be complete, I want the the torso and the bust to be fitting perfectly, and that length is going to help determine the bustle design ultimately. So that's usually what I use the second appointment for. And then of course, the final fitting is to make sure everything fits perfectly, and ideally, you take the dress home during that third fitting. So Three just seems to be the magic number that allows it all to be done in time without worry. And it also gives allowance for like weight loss or weight shifting or any additional changes that may need to be made to the dress along the way. So like say if you come to your second appointment and you had your sides taken in on the dress and then you're like, oh my goodness, you're one of those lucky people who you actually lost more inches and you need more sides, more of the sides of the dress taken in. If possible, schedule the second fitting for about like three weeks after the initial fitting. Um, And that will also tell you, like I mentioned before, like if your weight shifts then, or if you're planning to lose weight, you really want to pay attention to the second fitting. And after the second fitting, I wouldn't recommend continuing your weight loss journey. And you know what? Weight loss and brides is going to be a different episode, so we're just going to put a pin in that. Pun, of course, is intended. And we'll come back to that. But for now, after your second fitting, just kind of go easy on the weight loss plans because you don't want to continually have to have your dress 
changed up until your final like week before the wedding. Which leads me to the third and final tip for an efficient and successful alterations timeline. Uh, the final tip is to take your dress home two weeks before the wedding date. So trust me, there's no better feeling than knowing that your dress is done and it's hanging safely in your own closet. There are two perks to this two-week magic mark. The first one is that the two-week window is the sweet spot for the fit of the dress. So what I mean is your body isn't going to fluctuate much between that pickup date and the wedding day. So say if you completed your alterations a month early, like some brides want to start super early to just check alterations off their list, right? They have so many things they want to get done for the wedding. So they're like, um, can we get this started way early and then finish way early? Um, but then you could be facing some weight shifting before the wedding day because four weeks is pretty significant, right? So staying within that two-week window is really ideal for the fit of the dress. You may like have that stress weight loss, like, you know, when you just get really nervous and excited about stuff and you can't eat. (laughs) And then you may like, I don't know, lose a couple pounds. Okay. The dress isn't going to change the fit. Likewise, if you're like, uh, actually when I get stressed, I tend to get the munchies. And if you gain like a couple pounds before the wedding, guess what? The dress is not going to change the fit within two weeks. So that's really the sweet spot is to take the dress home two weeks before the wedding, if possible. Two weeks also allows plenty of time for you to arrange um, for the dress to be steamed. Some dresses can get away without being steamed, honestly, like if they're a heavier fabric and they have a really heavy drape, maybe um, I'm thinking of like heavy lace or sequins, obviously. But for the most part, dresses do need to be steamed before the big day. And it just allows for a really nice, clean finish. Uh, The shop where you purchased your dress usually offers steaming services, or you could get that from your seamstress. um, Or honestly, if all else fails, like a local dry cleaner could offer that as well. But check with the bridal shop and your seamstress first, because usually they have package options that will include the steaming service. And um, in that case, you would want the dress to be steamed within a few days before the wedding. It's ideal if you can arrange to like bring the dress home after it's steamed and then keep it out of the bag in a safe, clean spot where you can like hang it up really high and keep it out of the bag until the wedding day. I mean, that's what I always recommend. As long as nobody's like frying bacon or something in the same room, you should be safe to keep the dress out of the bag until the wedding day. Another reason to start early is to avoid any rush fees from your seamstress. So any seamstress that has to finish a dress within four weeks, sometimes even within six weeks, it just depends on the seamstress. There's generally a rush fee from anywhere from $100 to $200 in addition to your alterations. So keep that in mind. I know not everyone has the luxury of starting early. Like sometimes you have to plan a wedding last minute and you know, you just got to do what you got to do. But if you have the option, starting early will save you from that rush fee. So there you have it. The three steps to efficiently schedule your alterations, ensure a perfect fit and avoid the stress. I hope this helps you as you plan your alterations journey. Thanks for tuning in and be on the lookout for our next episode in this alterations mini series. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And if you're feeling really generous, leave a review. Thanks everyone.